Today's episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour is brought to you by Amazon.com. Head to geek30.com slash Amazon to do all of your shopping. It helps us pay the bills at no extra cost to you. Again, that's geek30.com slash Amazon. Coming up on today's show, Japan is doing the Olympics right. I am one with this book. This book is with me. Support independent game makers. And how do meteors always land in the craters? Your emails and more on episode 56 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. Welcome back to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is February 4th, 2017. I'm Alex. Here's JoJo. Hello. How are you doing today, sir? Pretty good, man. I missed you. I missed you, too. You were kind of dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a crazy... <laughs> uh, like, I think like, I actually we... saw you at the morgue, and then he brought you back. It's like, no, no, no he's not done, done Yeah, yet, no, so. he, needs, he, needs, he needs like another three days to <laughs> simmer. Clear. Foomp. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry uh, we missed you last week we did miss you yeah but uh but welcome back to another episode um and actually uh, a quick plug for my new little show the dad chronicle um which is featuring uh deanna and my journey as we're expecting our baby girl here in the next few months yeah. god it's like we're like under 90 days at right. this point until the baby's due Isn't we're waiting for a baby crazy? and i'm waiting for cinco de mayo for you know oh well true so, yeah you know. <laughs> It's, you get to drink margaritas when the baby's born. Exactly. Um, so go check that out. It's called The Dad Chronicle. It's on iTunes and Google Play. Um, so go check that out. And, and Jojo, how have you been since, Very since good. last chat? Finally, the uh, temperatures are finally dropping again. You know? It's um, terrible. I'm a, I'm a big fan of cold weather. So finally. I, I want an actual winter. I can't appreciate summer without winter. Well, you know who doesn't know about uh, cold weather? Who's that? Paul, who's our guest. That's true. Hey, Paul, how We're- are you? Good, and that is definitely true. We have about two weeks of winter, if you could call it that, out here in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul and I um, met um, through a mutual mutual friend. Um, so shout out to your uh, partner Shy, who you guys work are you guys are partners on a project together, which we're going to get into a little bit later in the show. Um, it's a new game called Turn of Phrase, Turn of Phrase. Did That's I say correct. Right? Turn of phrase. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't be here with us today, but he did want me to say hi. He wanted me to say hi from Disneyland, so he did want me to rub that in. To that both of us. son of a bitch! Shut asshole! Son Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what, Paul? Uh, why don't you share with the world? Um, I guess a little bit about you. Uh, my name is Paul, and you guys know that already, but uh, let's get into the meat and bones of it. Uh, Shy and I, we have been friends for years, and we're always working on silly little projects. Um, I work in education, and I have these big, long summer breaks, which I definitely need when the time rolls around, but usually uh, after the first month, I get a little stir-crazy, and I have to be working on something else. So that's kind of how Turn of Phrase came about. Okay, That's awesome. Nice. Well, good. Yeah, everybody needs their little project that they do on the side, and uh, and have a ton of fun with, hence why Judge and I are doing the Geek 30 Happy Hour. We want to rule the world of podcasting one day. I mean, is that, or I'll be uh, cooking meth in an RV. You yeah, know, true. I mean, like old. one or the other, so yeah. I guess I'll make a podcast, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's all good material, one way or the other. <laughs> I do like to think of, like, Paul like that. I mean, he's a teacher, right? So yeah. he could be like Walter White. Yep. Um, but instead of making meth, he's choosing to make a game. So, Paul, thank you for, for uh, not making meth. Well, <laughs> uh, no problem. I just can't find a house out here that is conducive to that environment. That's all ah, it is. Okay. But all right. Fair enough. Then. Fair so enough. It's, right now, it's a metaphorical, or it's just a physical game. And then later on, it's a metaphorical game, right? That's right. <laughs> he starts yeah, asking people exactly for money. It. and <laughs> That's right. Well, um, Paul is here to um, share his project with us, and we're going to get into that a little bit later within the show. Um, But in the meantime, he's going to drink a beer with us and talk about the latest in geek culture. So um, with that in mind, we are drinking, Jojo and I are drinking a great beer from a local brewery, Yep. and Paul has followed suit. So let's get into the beer segment. Well, hello, Geek Study. It's beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by A Tale of Two Breweries, one in Vegas, when in Ashburn. Well, three, actually. Well, no, three beers is what we three have. Three beers, two breweries. Two breweries. Yes. Three beers. So I'm looking here. Um, one podcast. Yeah, one podcast. <laughs> it sounds like a terrible uh, internet video from, like, the mid-2000s. <laughs> uh, what is it? Um, 
Pablo Francisco, uh, the same shit you've seen over and over (laughs) and over again. (laughs) Exactly right. Um, All right, so why don't we get into what Paul is drinking today. Uh, Paul, do you want to introduce the, I guess, the brewery that's out there and and a couple of the beers that you're sipping on? Uh, yeah, I would love to, uh, mostly because out in Vegas, there isn't a huge sense of community, as you can imagine. It's a very transient town, so we don't have a ton of local things that are true local things. Uh, Bad Beer Brewing is definitely one of them, and I like to support them however I can, whether it is just drinking their beers or telling other people about their beers. Um, so I have two different beers from their brewery today. The first one I have is called Bluffing Isn't Weiss, and it is a clever play on words uh, because it is a Hefeweizen. Um, ah, so- very well. <laughs> Zing. Dad jokes. Uh, <laughs> Um, so with Hefeweizens, and I guess this is common knowledge for some, not for others, uh, you, you want to let the last quarter of the bottle or the can sit, shake it up, pour it on top, and it tastes even better. Uh, that is definitely true with Bluffing Isn't Wise. You get a nice fruity extra little punch at the head of the glass if you do that. Very nice. Yeah, it, it sounds good. So, I mean, is it, is it tasty? You enjoying it over there? Oh, yeah, it's amazing. It's a... Uh, it's more of a citrusy, fruity thing, but then with a, a banana after finish. Uh, I know it sounds like it doesn't work out, but it definitely does. If you can get your hands on it, you should definitely try it out. Right on. Yeah. But next time I'm out in Vegas, I was actually out in Vegas, I don't know, a couple... November. Uh, it was, yeah, November, Before so a few months ago. Right? Yep. Yep. Right. No, right after Thanksgiving. Right after Thanksgiving. That's right. Yep. That's right. Uh, so I, I'm kind of kicking myself for not going and checking some of that out that see awesome. yeah had you brought me i could have told you about no. this ah. <laughs> damn it paul um, i blame myself yeah <laughs> well you also have uh, another one it's an ipa so okay so wait you've got so bluffing isn't wise in hoppy times Correct. Now, uh, I, I usually like to start with the more flavorful beer, so that's why I chose the Hefeweizen first. Okay. And right now, I am on the Hoppy Times. The Hoppy Times is great for anyone who loves IPAs, especially if you really like that bite up front with that uh, dry, citrusy after finish. So, Hoppy Times is actually one of my favorite beers, aside from just being bad beat beer. It's one of my favorite beers of all time. Love it. I feel Love like it. Don might like that. Yeah, we have a, a listener over here in the the dc area who um is a big hop head like he right. loves he loves his his ipas so you so, just put like seltzer water on top of hops and he's good to go yeah basically so, <laughs> so don nice. go out to vegas and go grab a beer with paul i'm sure he would do it um, oh i would go, get down <laughs> and go check that out um well on our side we are drinking a beer from old ox brewery called war wagon kolsch now jojo do you want to talk about this beer sure i went over to uh, ashburn i live there and this place is only about three or four miles away from me um this beer is actually uh they were introduced in january as part of a chili cook-off they were doing uh that supports their fire department the ashburn fire department they had a couple of guests you know redskins players comedians all that fun stuff people in the area to raise up uh awareness for you know funds and all that uh, all that crazy stuff for the the fire department every pint that they sell of this beer uh they donate a dollar to uh the fire department over there that's so cool man i love that and old ox actually is uh well known. i think they've done a a few of these sort of things Um, yeah yeah and they're a very well-known brewery here in the D.C. Absolutely. area. If you're in the D.C. area and you like beer, you've likely heard of Old Ox. If you haven't... They are doing distribution, so you don't yeah. have to actually go to the brewery. Although the brewery is fantastic. Yeah. There's always a reason to visit. Yeah, and, and in fact, to that point, I don't think I've ever been to the brewery, but I've always had their beer everywhere I go. Right. You know? It's a, it's a great... Again, three miles away from me, so if you ever get hammered, you got yeah. a place to stay. Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, thank God. Um, so, just take an Uber. And the, <laughs> no. Yeah, five point nine percent ABV, and it's just a really nice, refreshing, uh, refreshing uh, beer. Kolsch, yeah, yeah. So you know what? Uh, cheers, cheers, gents. Cheers, cheers to you, Paul. Yeah, cheers. And to everybody listening at home, yeah, that's just a nice beer, man. I should mention that uh, the growler that I brought it in was from actually from Hopkins Ordinary uh, Brewery in Sperryville. And great brewery. It's a great brewery. Neil introduced me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he introduced me to them as well. So shout out to Neil. Uh, but this. Uh, growlers aluminum and it doesn't do pressure very well and oh, so this yeah. damn thing exploded <laughs> you know when we <laughs> opened it <laughs> so it was slow motion guys i ended up uh taking the uh the growler out of the little cooler uh, the cooler that yeah. jojo brought and i'm like oh this is great i can't wait to try this and it's almost slow motion i look at jojo and his mouth is going <laughs> and then i and i open it and it goes Psh! <laughs> all over our computers, all over the the table here that we record on. Yeah, 
I mean, you know, it's fine. It's all cleaned up now. We're good. It just, there's a slight smell of stale beer in there now, which is, you know, it's fine. This is Geek 3 Happy Hour. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. I tried to warn you, but you did it too quickly. Your reactions yeah. are too quick. I, like, looked and I was like, I think it got shooken up a little bit. He <laughs> was like, nah, that's just the growler. That's just the growler. Just a growler. And so he's, uh, Alex actually has said to not put the top back on because she doesn't want it exploding. Because no. it will. It will. Yeah, but it's uh, it's delicious, man. It's got a, this, this Kolsch has a, it, it looks like a, a lager. I mean, it just... You, it's very smooth to go down. It's very full-bodied. It, uh, it tastes darker than what it looks, and uh, it has a bit of a bite at the end of it. Yeah, it, 26 IB, which I thought was a little high, because it really doesn't have that much mm-hmm. bitterness, but, you know, I think... It's, it's present. Of, it's not overwhelming, yeah. you know, but it's definitely present. Yeah, 5.9% ABV. It's it's very nice. So go check that out. And if you're on the West Coast, um, do you know if you can get it outside of Vegas there, Paul? Any of um, Bad Beat Brewing's stuff? You could get it in surrounding states and even in the grocery stores out here. Uh, I'm not quite sure as to how far that extends. Okay. But uh, you can get it in other places out here for sure. Well, hey, if you're on the West Coast, go go try to find this stuff for Paul's um, uh, recommendation and write in. Let us know. Geek30podcast at gmail.com. I feel like we need to do a beer swap now. I'll send him some Old Ox stuff because they have it in cans. He'll send me some uh, uh beat stuff for oh hell yeah yeah you down for that paul Little oh, beer i'm swap? down for that <laughs> awesome awesome all right well we have some wonderful beer to sip and not explode in our face Jojo. <laughs> it happened once yeah so we're gonna sip this beer and we're gonna talk about the news Geek 30 news all right so first in the news i guess it's worth mentioning that i have to fight brett in a cage match so are you officially throwing down the gauntlet i mean i guess all <laughs> right so brett simons we're calling you out for the first time we're throwing down a gauntlet yeah so i guess we have to duke it out for this uh why is it manager? my hair is on the line for this oh it's just jojo's hair right yeah whoever the manager is because bill's already had his head shaved so he's not losing hair oh can this. i just bow out then just to watch <laughs> you shave your head i mean brett you can win i just need to see jojo shave. yeah you no, know what brett take it that's bs i'll go in that ring oh okay all right then. well no no you know what i was the fighter and therefore i want you to shave your head brett uh promises a solid two to two and a half minutes of action what's that what's that jojo you, you say you're gonna film it too we're gonna film it <laughs> We're going to put it on social media. Okay, guys, you heard be it like here. Facebook Live. <laughs> so write in, geek30podcast at gmail.com if you want JoJo to shave his head. The, if, if we're doing the wrestling match for Herndon, not just arbitrarily. Oh, I just wanted to see JoJo shave his <laughs> no. head. Well, we love those guys. Actually, we were, we were talking. You guys know um, Brett and Bill from Not Another Podcast. They're good friends of ours. Uh, we're trying to get together with them and do another joint show here coming up soon. So stay tuned for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Uh, but really, first in the news. Yes. So Japan, as you guys know, in 2020 is going to host the Olympics. Yep. And guess who their mascot is, JoJo? Uh, Just guess. Pikachu? No. I want to say Goku. Yes. Nice. Oh, wow. It's like you read the article or something. <laughs> so. I, you have to throw away the first answer just so you don't <laughs> know like you already know what's going on. <laughs> That's right. So in, in an article from TripMedia.com, Japan is gearing up to host the Olympics 2020 and are already impressing, to be honest. Uh, this is really weirdly worded, by the way. So I'm just going to forewarn people. Is it one of those bad Japanese video game translations? All it, your base are belong to us. All your, all your base are belong to us. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. that's, someone set us up the bomb. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to kind of paraphrase to make it more English accessible. So the choice of the mascot isn't usually an easy thing for it has to amuse the audience and resonate the, um, in the, the culture of the event. In that vein, Japan has is heading in the right direction, capitalizing on the country's popularity with anime. They found themselves um, a solution to the mascot conundrum at home. So, Son Goku is set to feature as the ambassador for the event, among others, um, such as and scrolling down here. So we have Naruto. Uh, One Piece is Luffy. If you guys like One Piece, uh, Shin Chan. These are always a, that's a really funny freaking anime. Uh, Pretty Cure, I don't know what that is, but Sailor Moon and Astro Boy. So they're really capitalizing on this whole right. uh, anime thing. Most, so uh, Most of the characters that are most famous. Yeah, so so um, Jojo, what do you think about this? I thing? saw this and immediately thought about Marissa, because Marissa loves uh, Sailor Moon. Yeah. And so I saw this article, sent it to her, she's like, oh my god, this is awesome. So I think she wants to go. Um, and I told her I would be down to go as well. Oh, hell yeah. So Baby girl's going to be okay. Deanna, you're going to be okay taking care of baby girl? No, I need to go to the... 
No, the Olympics in 20, 2020. You can live vicariously through my snaps. It's like three years away. <laughs> okay, she can come with me. Isn't it like a Tokyo? Right, so Deanna and I are going to have to talk about whether or not the baby can come to Japan with me. But. <laughs> you, bet you guys will both leave and she'll, the baby stay behind? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. She can take, the dogs will take care of her. You got, a, you got grandparents. Yeah, yeah, got grandparents. Yeah, yeah. And they said no Pokemon or Mario will feature among the mascots. It's kind of weird. So, well, Nintendo never releases their characters to anybody, period. That, yeah, that's fair. But, th- well, yeah. And uh, true. Pokemon it was part of Nintendo, then they're oh, their own company now. Yeah, so Paul, are you a big anime guy? I, I do really like anime. I was I heard about the uh, the Sun Goku being at the 2020 Olympics, and I was super stoked for that. But then when I heard the Shin Chan thing, I uh, I'm just really holding out for an event that involves ass dance Olympics. That's all I want. <laughs> that would be so. Uh, that that is a crude <laughs> fucking cartoon, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have both seen Shin Chan before, right? Oh yeah, it's been years. But I yes. have not actually. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. Oh, you I are missing out. <laughs> yeah, I got out of anime about 15 years ago because it got too expensive before the streaming services <laughs> yeah, came along. Yeah. So, Paul, are, can you explain to JoJo what Shinchan is about? <laughs> I don't think there is an easy way to explain what Shinchan is about. The second you mention that and it involves a little boy showing his ass to everybody, you kind of lose your audience. But um, <laughs> just watch it. That's all I can say. Fair enough. Yeah, you start that out and everybody's like, all right, I'm out. I, I can get arrested for this shit. I need to get out right now. I just feel gross. I need to take a shower now. <laughs> you know, kind of tying it into the, uh, the, hopefully I'm not jumping ahead, but the second segment, their uh, Star Wars crossover was just amazing. On on, on what? On Shin-Chan. Oh, on Shin-Chan? Shin-Chan? Oh, I didn't a, even see that. Yeah. Really? The, uh, they, did a, they did a Star Wars crossover? How so? They, uh, they took they they took every Star Wars character, replaced it with a Shin Chan character, and gave them a terrible pun for a name. For example, um, I believe Obi Wan Kenobi was anyone can blow me. Wow, <laughs> fantastic! <laughs> Which that actually is... fits the original character, the crotchety old man and <laughs> Alicinus. That later is ones. true. <laughs> yeah, isn't that so the good times? Good yeah, times isn't all that the around. Star Wars porno name too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah actually you know what actually so going back to the discussion that we just had about Mario and and Pokemon something that I'm remembering when they announced uh, Japan was going to be the one to to host it Mm -hmm. didn't Nintendo license Mario so that like the um, a Japanese official it might have been like you know the the president or prime minister whatever the title is Mm -hmm. I think he like came out of a of a green um, pipe zone. and like came up wearing a Mario hat. Hmm. Do you remember that? No. Like it was like the closing ceremonies in the last Olympics. I don't yeah, know. He, uh, he ran into a turtle and shrunk down so no one could see him. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Those damn turtles get you every time. The dude's on shrooms. <laughs> shrooms. So, uh, what is your favorite anime, Paul? You said you're an anime guy. Uh, I am an anime guy. I, I really like Kill a Kill. Um, it was super weird at first, but I'm glad I stuck with it. It is my favorite one of all time. Oh, very neat. I actually haven't heard of that. I need oh, to check it's, that out. Uh, it's equally weird as Shin Chan, but more action-oriented than humor-oriented. Okay. Um, we're talking about uh, outfits that give you powers that can also talk to you. Um, <laughs> okay. A plot, a plot that continues to evolve. It's not. There are certain animes where it's the same formula over and over again, the same episode over and over again. Yeah. But that one, every couple episodes, it becomes a completely different thing. If you stick with it, it has an amazing payoff. Yeah, you know who kind of who's kind of um, guilty of doing that is Naruto. They they kind of reuse the same theme over and over again. It just kind of drives it into the ground. But I can't help but watch that show because I'm so invested at this point that I need to. Just, I'm all caught up. Aren't so there like, like twenty eight thousand episodes? Yeah, yeah, it's real bad. <laughs> so it's like get old after a while <laughs> you know what the, what i really come back to it for that like the action sequences in uh, that show okay. are like really beautifully done like the the animation is just gorgeous in awesome. that show um, and it's some of the characters too it's um yeah. itachi uchiha he he will always get my attention i stop what i'm doing to watch what's going on on the tv when he pops up because occasionally with hulu i'll just have stuff on autoplay uh, another one is shikamaru he's always got an interesting plan that no one else could think of yeah so it's it, the characters that really bring you back to naruto even though it is the same story over and over yeah and i, and I totally ugly cried when itachi like said his final goodbye to sasuke oh my god i, I, I cried <laughs> 
<laughs> not, not to get too serious, but I, I lost a brother, and I, I, that just tore me oh, up. Man, oh, man, yes, that would so do I it. I worked the next day, just boxes and boxes of Kleenex, that kind of thing. Oh, God. Uh, it gets you. It gets you, even even if you're not in that situation. It's, uh, it's the feels, for sure. It's wow. brutal. Well, JoJo likes his Cowboy Bebop. That's yours, Love right? Like, well, that's... So it's always been between uh, Roni Kenshin and Cowboy Bebop, yeah. but I feel like I've given Cowboy Bebop the better edge. Oh, my God. By the way, I, I completely forgot to tell you. Did you see Benedict Cumberbatch? Cosplaying as the dude from Cowboy Bebop. Did you see that? Uh, Spike. Yeah, that's amazing. uh, Benedict (laughs) Cumberbatch. Hold on. Uh, Spike Spiegel. Um. Uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, look. Hold on. Why would you hold this information away from me? I I know we just met, but yeah, me too. Look at that. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god. Is that great? I'm putting this in the show notes, by the way. So you guys, you guys will see this. Um, Paul, you'll see it on the Google Doc here in a second. I'm gonna. Just yeah, I'm looking paste. it up as we speak. Yes, it's really good. It was good though, right, Jojo? Like that was, that cool was, that was spot on. That was perfect. Holy right. crap! Yeah, right? <laughs> that and looks um, like Spike. Yeah, at home, do that, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, make a movie!" <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. no, because then it's another whitewashing. Of, I you know, know some that's fair platform, but it, we get it, mad. Isn't that character white though? I think he is. His name is Spike. It's not. And the Japanese guy is is jet black, so their names are you know arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) well, yeah. So the Olympics, 2020, 2020. we have Goku who's going to be there. (laughs) He's going to kamehameha all over everybody, and it's going to be great. And they're going to love it. And they're going (laughs) to. I think I might actually go to that. Okay, so are you actually buying tickets to go to Japan? I might. Going to do it. That'd be fun. Write in if you're going to uh, Japan for 2020. Uh, Olympics there, folks. You do that, what, like a year ahead? A year in advance? Uh, yeah. So I don't think, most hotels don't do things more than a year in advance. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I'll know. I've never been to up. an Olympic. Yeah, so. me either. Well, next up in the news, um, some cool uh, Star Wars relevant um, news. We've always got to talk about Star Wars on the show. Always have to. Absolutely. So, Guardians of the Wills um, is going to be a new Star Wars um, m- book coming out talking about it, it's pronounced Baze, right hmm? is, is it pronounced Baze? Baze? yeah the guy from from rogue one i think so okay Baze and chirut um you know these are the two guys who are the guardians um in rogue one and one of the biggest criticisms that that i had about the movie um was it it felt like some of the characters were a little shallow like i wanted to know more about these two characters specifically. Mm-hmm. I think you and I have talked a lot about right. that. And then when I saw this news, I was like, dude, I'm in. Absolutely. If right. I could get some backstory on these two dudes, absolutely. So it says, earlier this week, we learned that Jin Erso's uh, backstory would be explored in a new um, novel. And today, we have yet another bit of Rogue One prequel news. Lucasfilm has announced that Chirrut Imwe and Baze Malvis, played by Donnie Yen and Zhang Wen, uh, respectively in the film, will be getting their own standalone prequel novel titled <coughs> Guardians of the Wills. Um, so, and I'm, we're going to have uh, a, uh, a link to this article, slashfilm.com uh, wrote so you guys can read all of this, but I, I'm really loving this. So, what, what's your what's your thought on this, Jojo? Um, really? No, sorry, that's just a joke. Oh, from the God, movie. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, from the, from the movie? When they put a... <laughs> They oh, put the over oh, oh, yes, okay. I, was, I thought you were like, really, about this? Like, like, well, because oh, this, this is not a, uh, a spoiler thing, so I'm trying not to give away too much stuff if people haven't yeah. seen it, but there's a joke in there where he goes, really? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's right. <laughs> Paul, have you seen this? Have you seen Rogue One? I have. I, uh, I saw it only recently, too, and I'm kind of glad that I held off because there's that initial... Uh, it, there's there's the people that go see something right away that just want to criticize it because they know they can, and then there's the other people who are fanboys and girls who will praise something even if it's not great. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that I waited to see it, and I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You know, JoJo and I actually left there, and JoJo's still kind of lukewarm about the movie. I'm still salty. Um, and I <laughs> left there hating the movie, but, and and really, JoJo and I are those fanboys who will like leave there and be like, oh my god, that was the best thing ever. <laughs> But it could be 20 minutes of black, and we'll be like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Did you see the thing that happened? Um, so when uh, when we left there, it, it took it took some time for me to actually, like, appreciate the movie. Um, so, yeah, JoJo, what's your thought on this? It would be good to get some more backstory on it, I think. Um, because I still feel like uh, Sharut, uh, Donnie Yen's character, mm-hmm. was Force-sensitive. Like, not trained, but had, like, a... Uh, 
uh, I don't know what the word is for it. He had a knack for it. You yeah. know, he he had some some kind of connection to it. So I feel like they um they would explain that. That would make a lot more sense. Um, these two obviously have a long history together because they you, you can see they've already they felt lived in when you see them in the movie, but you get no details about them whatsoever. Yeah. So it'd be nice to expand on top of that. Yeah, totally. So, uh, what's your thought, Paul? Um, I love backstory on any character. I mean, I, like I said earlier, I'm a teacher and I, I used to teach English before I started coaching other teachers. Uh, so anything that involves character, I'm all in, especially if it's from, if it's from a universe that I'm, um, that I, that I really enjoy. But, uh, one thing that really stuck with me afterwards was actually not a character. It was the crystals, the Kyber crystals. I want to know more about them. It seems like they always have a thing to do with force users. And I feel like that's a story that could be more fully fleshed. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, and the fact that like Jeddah is such a, it seemed like such a lived in place. You saw the, uh, the yeah. big statues of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, and it, I just wanted to, experience more of that you know what i mean like so i i'll totally read this i'm really not a book guy like uh, reading is like against my religion and shit so like i just <laughs> i hate it so but i will read stuff that like this that just expands yeah you know. it's pertinent to like my direct interest um so i mean would you read this jojo probably yeah you would read this yeah paul you think you're gonna pick it up so they have a couple books for Rogue One now, from what I understand, and uh, the ones that are currently on the shelf, it seems like it's not anything that I want to know, uh, but this right here, uh, the Wills, it just sounds amazing. Yeah. Of any characters with Rogue One, those are the ones that I need to know about. I have to understand where they came from and their whole backstory. So oh, I'm totally. I, I know I'm still the weirdo of it, because I do want to see more about uh, Chirutin uh, Ways. What's his name? Days? Base. Base. I'm using every other letter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would love to know more about the pilot as well. That um, Yeah. Deflected. De- defected. Defected, yeah. yeah. Like, he felt a little shallow to me, but mm-hmm. I feel like they could make some kind of really badass origin story of Yeah, this. what changed that got yeah. him to leave the Empire? It'd be cool to hear more about what happened on that facility mm-hmm. that, you know... Because even Biggs and Wedge... Uh, everybody forgets they went to the empire to study to be pilots and then defected and flew x-wings oh yeah you know that they uh they talk about that they have a whole episode dedicated to that on rebels oh really yeah nice it's really freaking great too. awesome awesome it's awesome uh, because uh, a lot of people who've seen the movies don't realize that luke actually wanted to go to the empire to, to train and then of course probably would have defected like everybody else did yeah. um so there's at some point something changed and they're like we don't want this what yeah changed yeah, yeah, it's and you see what's that you, catalyst? You, there's and then you go back and watch the movies and there's this like tremendous appreciation for everything that happened. Yeah, love it, I love it. Well, yeah, check this book out. Um, let me see if I can figure out when it's coming out. Uh, it doesn't say yet. Wait, wait. Um, oh, May second. So maybe I could read this you while can, I'm. You can squeeze uh, squeeze that in while you're waiting for yeah, while I'm the birth labor. Yeah, because I'm not going to be doing anything in the room. It's just going to be all Deanna. No, actually, she's going to kill me for saying that. But you're waiting around a lot, so you might as well get some well, hours in. You know, we went to a we went to a childbirth class today. Oh wow! And I saw way more vagina than like, like, I feel like it would be okay to see in a day. Like, um, I've seen this before, but also, yeah, but like, it's also like, okay, everything God, in moderation. So much vagina. Right just um, tell her you're doing it for her. Tell her to use the force when the baby's game for Look, the force is with you. Okay, you are one with the well, force. That's that's how she got to the stage to begin with. That's true. Oh, yeah. Fair. Fair. Um, no, but in the the classes were actually really great. Like it was informed. Like yeah, six hour thing, and we we kind of learned about the different things that we should expect through the day, and it was just it, it was actually really great. But yeah, a lot of vagina. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a birthing class, so what do you expect? Right, right. Anyway, um, all right. So that's that May second, uh, twenty seventeen. Go check that out. That's cool. I'll read that while I'm in Japan for the 2010, 2020 games. Yeah, there you go. All right, so next, why don't we talk about this great game that's coming out um, that's trying to get funded right now on Kickstarter. It's called Turn of Phrase. This is where our friend Paul comes in. Paul, yeah, that's do you, me. <laughs> do you, do you want to pimp your new little project? 
Uh, yeah, just to, just to kind of give you some backstory on it. So um, as someone who teaches, you're not really allowed to say bad words. I don't know if you guys know that or not, but you can't curse at kids and you can't curse <laughs> yeah. at other adults. Even uh, though you want shucks, to. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was having a conversation with Shai, my, uh, my partner in crime. He's, uh, as uh, to coin a phrase, uh, my heterosexual life mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he and I are always coming up with some weird ideas and we're talking about this like, man, it would be really nice if I could express the things that I really want to say in my career instead of pretending that I'm another person. And so we were joking around for a while. Uh, we've been into adult party games for a long time. Uh, we played Cards Against Humanity for years, and we're still a fan of it, but it, it started to get kind of old for us. And then we just kind of took that conversation we had and came up with a game called Turn of Phrase. So it is a game that involves clean phrases and dirty phrases. Um, so the things that you're supposed to say in life are things that you want to say in so many words um and it's a drawing game so it's like uh, cards against humanity meets pictionary that's how other people have described it and uh we're stoked we're, we're trying really hard to get it funded we are slightly under projection right now but we've still got close to 20 days left and we're trying to stay optimistic with it kickstarter is a hard crowd sometimes so we're yeah. doing our best <laughs> yeah and um I, I love the i love the idea in fact I, I will go and back the project here in just a little bit nice. um and so you know for for those of you guys who are interested in looking at uh this this project you go to turnofphrasegame.com and uh and watch the video there you can also click on the kickstarter button and go to uh the go to the website jojo and i aren't getting any kickbacks or anything we when, when we have these sort of folks on our show i mean we it's because we just uh, want to see them succeed yeah you, know, you have like, a good product it's, it's really cool so right. <laughs> we, you know, we want to play it so yeah. go back this thing i think it's going to be a ton of fun we, we appreciate that, and that's kind of what we're trying to do as well. I mean, Vegas is a town that is typically known for um, smut and booze, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> earlier in the show, I mentioned how Bad Beat does a really good job of tying the community in together. We're kind of trying to do that with Turn of Phrase. Aside from the fact that we think it's a fun game, uh, for example, we hosted our, our launch party at Bad Beat. We've got a friend who recently had a successful Kickstarter project called Tables Board Game Spot. It's going to be a board game place cafe type deal that's opening up out here. So we're trying really hard to use this game as sort of a vehicle to tie a community together. Yeah, I love that. It's similar to kind of our our goal here with Geek Thirty and the and the beer community and um, in the DC area. So I, I totally appreciate that spirit. And um, so tell tell us a little bit about I guess how you and and Shy ended up meeting and and came up with the idea. Uh, how Shy and I met that that is a decades old tale. Uh, it's, it's a very simple one, though. We were on the school bus one day in high school, which is an antiquated phrase. Um, <laughs> I, noticed, I noticed that he had his, uh, he had Jeanco jeans. I don't know if you guys remember those. <laughs> yes. yes. So uh, the, I, I the felt like a weird high school kid, and I saw him, and I was like, if he's wearing those jeans in public, he's a weird kid, too. <laughs> so uh, we talked, and ever since then, he uh, he became kind of my bestie, so weirdness attracts weirdness right that's and, awesome uh, so you guys have known each other for a very long time for a very long time freshman year of high school i i'm 31 now um I, like i said ela teacher i don't do math you guys can do the math if you want <laughs> <laughs> no i'm right with you yeah so uh yeah we've we've had um a couple other ideas in the past be it screenplays be it novel ideas but this is the one that really felt like our baby our um man to man baby if there's a yes. way that two men can have a baby of course <laughs> um, i mean arnold schwarzenegger, schwarzenegger did it in the movie so that's true uh, junior yes that junior? is true yeah that, i forgot about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> i think everybody did on purpose yeah, right? <laughs> yes we tried very hard and now we're reminded <laughs> um but with our game we uh i think the thing that we like the most about it is how um our friends are pretty critical people they're the people that go to the movie and tell you 10 things that are wrong with it. Um, but they have never done that with our game. So because of that, we have faith in it. Um, it's a game that allows you to express yourself through drawing or through yeah. acting. Um, it allows you to be a little bit vulgar, whereas in our professional lives, we don't often get to do that and be rewarded by it. Yep. So um, we, we're stoked about it. And like I said, we really want to see it happen one way or the other. Yeah, totally. And I, I know that I'm going to go in there and... and back the project and 
Um, I, I encourage the Geek 30 audience to um, do so as well. Go check it out at the very least. Again, uh, what's so can you just share other ways to get in touch with you guys, Paul, like the website and other contact info? Uh, yeah, the, the website's the best place to go to get all of our contacts, but we all have our, I mean, email. You can email us. It's our our first name at turnafrasegame.com. So Paul at turnafrasegame.com. S-H-A-Y at turnafrasegame.com. We're also on Instagram. We're also on uh, Twitter, all the social media. If you look for turnafrasegame.com, you'll find us on most of the geek communities, including Board Game Geek. That's awesome. Well, very good, yeah. man. And, and, you know, best of luck. I'm really hoping this thing takes <laughs> off for you guys. And hopefully the Geek 30 audience can help out a little bit as well. I want the uh, the tchotchkes. I want some stickers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> stickers are good. Yeah, stickers yeah, always good. Right. Uh, yeah. But we we appreciate that. Any any support, like a project, even if it's the best project in the world, doesn't get to come to life without support. And not saying that ours is far from the best project in the world, but we've seen a lot of people have fun and have a good time with it. So we <laughs> appreciate right. any support that we can get. Yeah, totally, totally. Absolutely. All right. Well, sounds good. And um, all right. So the next part of the show that we're going to get into is the question of the week, which we had a lot of responses. We to. did. Um, I mean, it's been a couple weeks, but we're going to remind you of what that question was. Here is the Geek 30 question of the week. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Okay, so Chris had a, a uh, question of the week. Oh, yes? Yeah, yeah the, the last time he was on the show, which was, you know, a couple weeks ago at this oh, point. So I, I, I forgot about forgot. it. It was, yeah, that was like a year. That so, was last year. Yeah. Last time I heard a question of the week, Trump wasn't in office, so it's been so long. Wow. Yeah. No, he was in office. Yes, he was. <laughs> I'm teasing you. Oh, okay. I it's, was been to, weeks. it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks, yeah. I was, well, I was about to say, it would have been like three weeks. Maybe anyway, um, right. Last time I was here, uphill, both ways, ten feet of snow. Yeah, all My grandfather snow. went black. Yeah, that's I had right. one shoe and a share with ten other siblings. You know, I'm shaking my fist at you. Yeah. You know, just, Judge, judges just got crotchety. Like, it was crazy. It's the white streak. That is true. He's got a white streak in his beard. Um, all right, so the the last question was, would you cut off your legs below the knee for $10 million? My answer was yes. Judges no. is no. Paul, would you do it? I would do it uh, mostly because I don't give a shit about my legs. My hands, I would not do it if it was my hands, though, just to kind of flip it a little bit. See, okay. I would agree. I would agree because I like playing guitar and, like, video games and, you know, like that You play video stuff. games with your legs. Uh, yeah, that would <laughs> DDR, just... DDR, uh, the power pad... Okay, fair enough. Uh, Touche. <laughs> Not games I would play, but yes. I mean, I'm pretty game. lazy to begin with, so if I am allowed to sit even more often, great. That's, that's a win for me. Remember in the, in the arcade, they had that skiing game? You go left and right, you just rock back and forth. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I would get so sweaty on that. <laughs> oh, it's a workout. It was, yeah, it was great. Well, we had a lot of responses. Alan wrote in. He says, yes, I've wanted bionic legs for a while. Um, Deanna, my wife, wrote in and said... Uh, oh, and by the way, so I, on that episode, I was trying to remember if Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow was our first date movie, and yes, it was. She nice, correct. good gun. Yes, high five. Yes, she she made sure that people <laughs> knew. She said Alex is correct. Our first date was to see Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow um, with his parents because we're high school sweethearts. So like, that was I have like a joke about Sky age, Captain, but it's it's going to take too long. I'll have to take you. All right, tell it to you we'll later talk, on. We'll talk off mic about that. Um, and she also says, um, and no, she wouldn't because shoes. Choose. Yeah, choose. Choose. Uh, my mom wrote in. She says, nope, that much money doesn't go very far these days. True. Yep, yep. JoJo even uh, responded to her and said, that's true. Let's see. Omar, our friend from Escape Room Herndon, says, can I get a quote on two military-grade bionic legs? <laughs> exactly. Ten million each. That, that's, yeah, that's my thing. Even if it's like five million per leg, like, yeah, sure. Because You're breaking then, even then. It's great. Whatever, man. That, then that's I'm, a thinker there, man. We want him on our team when the uh, apocalypse comes. Uh, yeah. I'm adopting him right now. This is, a, this is a dude who owns an escape room. So, yeah, he's he's a smart guy. He Justin, should for a town council then. Yeah, well, Town manager. <laughs> yeah. we'll get him in the cage. It would feel, it would feel like, it, it would oh, feel like he would turn Herndon into an entire escape room, just, <laughs> just out of spite. Make Herndon escapable again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Justin wrote in. He says, "Who's cutting off the legs? Do I have to do it myself, like Saw style?" Also, uh, he agrees with Omar. Um, you know, Justin, you're just asking way too many questions. You just got to answer the freaking question. Just answer the question. He didn't, Justin. He didn't actually answer, did it? No, he didn't. Well, I guess he's with Omar, so he wants to quote 
Andy's legs. Yeah, but he doesn't. But commit. it doesn't actually yeah. answer. Yeah. So uh, Lewis wrote in, says, "Is it a surgical procedure or a traumatic uh, amputation?" Um, he says, "I just did a photo shoot for a company that makes prosthetics, and those things have some have come a long way. So maybe that that's exactly my thing. Like prosthetics these days are pretty amazing." Um, my uncle Aaron said, "No." is the correct answer for anyone with their head screwed on properly. Health and well-being issues are uh, much more important than making money an idol. Fair enough, Aaron. Mr. Fun at parties. Um, and Sabrina said, this is a definite no. Receiving $10 million because you were dismembered by circumstances beyond your control is one thing. Choosing this as an option to gain wealth is something totally different. You would have serious issues with the latter. Plus, I'm vain and I like my legs too much. Atta girl. <laughs> Work those legs, girl. How do I say that without being inappropriate? She's got wonderful legs. <laughs> and like a brother-sister sister. Brother, like, yeah, yeah. Sabrina has some awesome legs, but yeah, I don't want to you know, be creepy about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Do your thing, girl. Yeah. Make it happen. You do you. Sam wrote in and said, hard pass. No amount of money is worth losing limbs um, of my own volition. $10 million for augmented limbs, however, sure. But I don't want to lose the legs I was born with. I'd be willing to bet people who have lost their legs would be offended at the thought. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But you know what? We're having fun with it, so... I would uh, still... I, I can I still think... pick up a pen off the ground with my foot and give it to my hand. I can't do that with a prosthetic. Unless they were bionic legs and, like... Terminator shit. Don't you? It would take like two or three years, even if like the most advanced leg to control your toes individually. It you have to train yourself in order to do that. And Dude, I can't. Like I have so much trouble like wiggling each toe. Like as is. <laughs> really? Well, I don't know. Like you try wiggling every single one of your toes individually. Paul, can you do that? Everybody I was going to say, Jojo, it. sleep with one eye open tonight. He's going to kick you just to spite you in this whole <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, like, I can I, move three toes individually. Yeah, I know, right? So if I, were to, if I were to try to move each toe right now, it's like it's like my pinky toe and then the three middle ones and then <laughs> No, I can do the toe. index. I can do the thumb, the index, and then the pinky. You're a freak. The, the other two are. <laughs> so if I had bionic toes, then I could like almost play a piano with my toes. Oh, if you can't do it now, how can you do it with bionic? cool. I can grab like towels well, no, off the I, ground. I mean, just like the bend over anymore. You know, when, you, when you chop off my legs and you put those military grade industrial like legs on my, mm-hmm. you know, from the knee down, I could play the piano with like twenty. So I have my toes and my fingers, so I can be like a master. Yeah, pianist. but then you go and get something stressful. You don't think about it, and you rip like the screens off a of guitar real, real quick. If you go surfing and you're hitting like a really big wave, and you get like scared, and you grab into your surfboard and tear it apart. See, you just you just don't have control over your legs, Jojo. I Although the, the biggest the biggest thing about Jojo Paul is that he he has these fantastic calves, <laughs> and he just doesn't want to lose his fantastic calves. I like them. So thanks for everybody for writing it. I thought that was a that was a fun that was a topic. Good one. And thanks, and Chris. A lot of people had had really good thoughts there. Now um, this is kind of harkening back to a previous. Uh, topic that we discussed around the Olympics and having anime characters in the Olympics, etc. Um, and Paul came up with this uh, awesome question. So basically, physics be damned, what event would you like to see in the Olympics? Jojo, what do you think? <laughs> well, I'm thinking because um, everything I have is based off of actual stuff that happens uh-huh. here like the scottish have that big log throwing thing or whatever but we don't have to have physics so why not see who could throw like a baseball around the world the fastest that so you go you know like a mile up so you uh-huh. don't hit any buildings or anything and you throw it as hard as you can it goes around the world and see who can get it back to the fastest interesting okay well Cause it's gonna go around the curvature of the earth isn't it Y- Potentially, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, sure. physics be damned. Physics be damned. <laughs> physics be damned. <laughs> so, for, uh, so for me, I think I would choose. Ah, uh, man, a few things come to mind. I would say pod racing would be kind of cool to see. Okay, like, oh, pod racing would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Except for the actual pod racers, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, blitzball. Have you ever played Final Fantasy Ten? No. Have you played Final Fantasy X, Paul? I haven't played X, no. I stopped at 8. Okay, so Final Fantasy X, they had this game where it was basically like soccer but underwater, and these guys were just able to hold their breath for forever, and like it was like full contact sport where they were like tackling each other underwater and like kicking the ball underwater, and they were able to swim really fast. It was really it was really cool. I reminds me of a movie. Um, it was a Thai boxing basketball thing. It's a full contact uh, sport, but with like 
Muay Thai fights, and then you try to score points with the basketball. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dude, I did see that, actually. Yeah. That <laughs> it was horribly dialogued. <laughs> yeah. And even worse were the uh, the translations, but it was a fun, fun movie. That is cool. So, <laughs> Paul, what would you say? Uh, I have uh, I have just a, a shitstorm of different ideas going on. I mean, everything from something simple like a 500-meter fly, flying Nimbus dash, I think that would be great. Nice, yeah. Nice. Uh, um, but I think the big one I would want to see is an event to where it's two countries and they're full team against each other. It's like a tug-of-war type deal, but instead of having the rope, it's just a Kamehameha from both ends to see who <laughs> overpowers the other. That's all I want in life. That's brilliant. That is brilliant. So just see who gets to blow up the other person. Exactly. The other country, I guess. The other country. Just there goes that team. That's they have to right. build up the next four years. Dude, that's great. Would it be awesome? <laughs> um, it just this doesn't, doesn't require physics or anything, whatever. But see which country is louder to have everybody yell at the same time oh, in a country. Dude, brilliant. <laughs> 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 it's like France is acting up again. Let's out drown them. Yeah. And then Germany goes, and then <laughs> you can't hear France anymore. And then French go, let's sigh. <laughs> they lose every war, including the ones against themselves. So it's just. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry to all our French listeners. Judge is insensitive. I am. Too soon. <laughs> it happened 200 like, years. Yeah, like 200 years ago. <laughs> Not soon <laughs> enough, I say. <laughs> yeah, they're like, ah, they're too soon. They're too soon. They're too soon. <laughs> Just brings me back to that end of the world video from years ago. Fire the missiles. Hawkeye. tired. That's funny that you say that because every time Judge and I are together and I sit down and I go, okay. And then Judge goes, okay. So here's the earth. Round fucking kangaroos. Oh, oh man. good stuff. It is damn good. Well, let us know. Physics be damned. What event would you like to see in the Olympics? Would that be something from like one of your favorite, I don't know, TV shows, sci-fi, uh, whatever your favorite thing is? You know, another thing, Quidditch would be really cool. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Just throwing that out there. God, so many ideas. So many ideas. But write in, geek30podcast at gmail.com. I would, I would love to be a beater, but that just sounds wrong. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's bad. What were you thinking? <laughs> I know. Um, uh, JK. Rollins. JK. Yeah, JK. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, this is a great opportunity to end the show um jojo where else can people reach us www.geek30.com 30 is spelled out and if you go to uh geek30.com slash amazon there's a link so you can make all your purchases through amazon cost nothing more to you but it gives us a little bit of something so we can keep the podcast going you can also hit us up on email geek30 at gmail.com and 30 is spelled out at geek30 on twitter 443-424-3350 on a voicemail. And if you search for Geek 30 Happy Hour on YouTube and Facebook, you will pop up. Yep, and just to clarify, geek30podcast at gmail.com is our email. So it's not <laughs> like you haven't done this for 50 something <laughs> It's been like three weeks. I forgot all my stuff already. I'm like rusty. Well, Paul, thank you so much for, for coming on the show, my man. Yeah, it was a blast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. sign up for that Kickstarter. Yeah, remind people um, where they can learn more about your project. If you go to turnafrasegame.com or if you search for Turn a Phrase on virtually any of the big social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you'll be able to find us. And we'd love to hear from you where we respond pretty much within the hour. So reach out to us if you have any questions or uh, if you want to just chat. Totally, totally. And, um, you know, I, I really hope to see this project succeed. You'll be seeing some more uh, donations, I'm sure, coming from at least me and JoJo. Yeah. Um, Sweet. And, uh, you know, uh, thank you to all you guys for listening again. Sorry for last week. I hope you enjoyed the, uh, the cough. <laughs> yeah. It, the last episode JoJo put out was just him coughing just to, just to portray the message of sickness. Um, Thanks, so, Alex. Yeah. So until next time. Thank you so much for kicking out with us. Paul, say goodbye to the nice people. Goodbye, nice people. See ya. All right, so I saw that you updated Bluffing Isn't Wise. I love the play on words. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> That's great. Um, <laughs> by shaking what's left in the can and pour on top of a delightfully, delightfully fruity head. <laughs> yep, paraphrased from their website. That's great. Isn't that what you do with the bottles anyways, with uh, Hefeweizens? You're supposed to pour it out mostly... Uh, 
agitate the bottom of it and then pour the rest. Really? Yeah. Oh, I just figured that, oh, I don't know. This is a beer podcast, and I guess I don't know my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's we're, how it's supposed to be, but most people, put you put a beer in front of them, they're just going to drink oh, it. Oh, yeah, right. I just drink the shit, and I well, say if I like it or not. I love the, yeah, do you want a glass of this? It came with one. <laughs> no! <laughs> that's how you drink beer. <laughs> nice. All right. So, um, what do you say we get this thing started? You Let's do it. Jojo? Yeah, that's going to be too long for a tweet. Uh, I'll tweet them later. Okay, cool. And then let me pull up my something. Because I think I had something. Maybe I didn't. Oh, say something stupid? <clears throat> February 4th. Yes, it is. You good? Yeah. All right, so we're going back and forth. Uh, there it is. Okay, Japan. Okay. Okay. Coming up on today's show, Japan is doing the Olympics right. You okay? Yeah, I uh, I I forgot a syllable in, in the Olympics. <laughs> well, one of your s's sounded a little slittered. <laughs> no, I. Yeah, well, I felt like I skipped a syllable. Okay. Coming up on today's show, Japan is doing doing this, dude. I can't fucking. Skip <laughs> it. I know. Sorry, Sorry five point nine percent. It's starting to kick in. Yeah, we're, we're professionals. Two swigs. <laughs> I, I literally had two swigs of oh, this nice. beer. <laughs> Shit. Just breathe. Coming up on today's show, Japan is doing the Olympics right. <laughs> oh, come on. I did it right, you asshole. Come on. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> there, like, you, I don't know. You, you had this look, and I was waiting for you to do something, and then you didn't. It's like, oh, shit, that's my fun. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, we got it. It's even right. more fun that I can't see you guys now. I don't want <laughs> Just imagine arms, arms flailing. flailing. Yeah, yeah. Kermit arms <laughs> flailing. <laughs> Maybe some fire in the background. All right. Coming up on today's show, Japan is doing the Olympics right. I am one with this book. This book is with me. That felt a little weak, Jojo. I, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought it, you were, you know, very... What do you want from me? Tell me. <laughs> this, uh, that's like that meme with uh, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Have you ever seen that meme? Paul, you know what I'm talking about with that meme with Ryan Gosling where he's looking at Rachel McAdams like he's like, what do you want? What do you want? And, and like the meme is like what what you say to your girlfriend or your wife when you're trying to figure out dinner plans. What I have not. I've seen want? all the Hey Girl ones, but I have not seen that one. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, it is so true. All right, here. Let's let's do it right. I all mean, right. I don't know. You, you do you, girlfriend. <laughs> You, you. You, want, you want me to be like, you know, get dramatic with it? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? You do you. Okay. We'll, we'll make it work. Coming up on today's show, Japan is doing the Olympics right. I am one with this book. This book is with me. Support independent game makers. And how do meteors always land in the craters? <laughs> Your emails and more on episode 56 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> 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 All right.